Spanish from Scratch 7. In this podcast, we're going to introduce one of the most Spanish features of the Spanish language. We're going to look at two verbs which both mean the same thing. We're looking at the verbs ser and estar. These verbs are often very confusing for native English speakers because a simple translation of them is literally our verb to be. However, to native Spanish speakers, these verbs are completely separate from each other. So, we'd better learn to use them as well. I'm here with Liz again. How are you, Liz? ¿Cómo estás? Hola, Rob. Muy bien. De nuevo acá. En haciendo lo que me gusta. Excellent. Doing what she likes. So, as always, we're going to start with a few mini dialogues. We'd like you to listen to these and see if you can guess what they're about. Number one. ¿Quién eres? Soy Rob. Number two. ¿Dónde estás? Estoy en Londres. Number three. ¿Eres abogado? No, soy artista. Number four. ¿Estás contenta? Sí, estoy muy feliz. Okay, so let's hear those again, and this time we'll go over what they mean. Hopefully you could guess, but now we'll just go over exactly what they mean. So, number one was... ¿Quién eres? Soy Rob. Should be easy enough. Do you remember quién? Quién is a question word, and it means who. So, quién means who, and eres is from the verb ser, meaning to be. We met this verb in the first podcast. It's a strange conjugation, actually. Um, ser, the conjugation for ser, is completely irregular, unfortunately. It's conjugated, eres is conjugated for tú, meaning you, informal. So, with quién eres, Liz is saying, who are you? And then I say, soy Rob. Can you remember what soy means? So that's right. It's another strange conjugation of the verb ser, this time for yo, which is I. So, yo soy Rob is I am Rob. And don't forget, when you say soy, when you're conjugating for yo, you don't actually need to say the pronoun yo because it's kind of implied in the conjugation. So, Spanish speakers will usually just say, soy Rob, I'm Rob. So again, quien eres, soy Rob, who are you, I'm Rob. And then the second mini dialogue was, donde estas? Estoy en Londres. Remember, donde means where. Estás comes from the verb estar. Also means to be. Confusing? No. <laughs> Don't worry about it now. Uh, we are going to check uh, why we use a different verb in a little while. I said, estoy en Londres. Estoy comes from estar. This time conjugated for yo. 
I. So, where are you? And in London. ¿Dónde estás? Estoy en Londres. Wow, you said that really quick. Do you think you could repeat the phrase a bit more slowly for our <laughs> listeners? ¿Dónde estás? Estoy en Londres. Thank you. <laughs> Sorry. All right. And then the next one. ¿Eres abogado? No, soy artista. Remember eres from our first podcast? So eres means you are or if you're asking a question, are you? Abogado or abogada is lawyer. Think of advocate, abogado. So Liz is asking me, are you a lawyer? Eres abogado? And I say, no. Oh, sorry, I say, no. <laughs> soy artista. Un artista means artist. And that's the same for both masculine and feminine. It's both artista. Soy artista. So Liz says, are you a lawyer? Eres abogado? And I say, no, soy artista. No, I'm an artist. And the actual truth is I'm neither an, a lawyer nor an artist. <laughs> <laughs> and the next mini dialogue, I said, ¿Estás contenta? Sí, estoy muy feliz. So can you remember what contenta or contento means? What does it mean? Happy. And what about feliz? Also happy. <laughs> yeah, so two words, both meaning happy. There's a slight difference between them, but don't worry too much about that now. So I say, ¿Estás contenta? And Liz says, Sí, estoy muy feliz. So, ¿Estás? comes from the verb estar. ¿Estás contenta? Are you happy? Estoy muy feliz. I am muy, very, feliz, happy. Yes. So we've got two different verbs we've looked at, ser and estar, which are both quite troublesome because they both translate as to be. Ser has some very strange irregular conjugations and both of these verbs translate to mean the same thing in English. So what is the difference? Actually, there's lots of arguments between linguists about really trying to summarise the difference between these two verbs and no argument's really perfect. But one nice way to look at them is to think of ser as being the essence of something. And it does tend to indicate permanence. And estar is the quality of it, uh, which tends to indicate something temporary. So ser, think of permanent. And estar, think of temporary. So let's take the examples we used earlier and see how this applies. So in the first example, which was... ¿Quién eres? Soy Rob. We're using the verb ser. I'm Rob. And that's not going to change anytime soon. So my essence is Rob. I'm permanently Rob, which is why we're using the verb ser. Permanent. So when, yeah, when you're asking someone who they are, you say, ¿Quién eres? Or ¿Quién es? Using the verb ser. What about the next phrase? I said, ¿Dónde estás? Estoy en Londres. Where are you? I'm in London. This is temporary because I could easily be somewhere else tomorrow. Colombia. For example. 
So that's why we use the verb estar. When you're asking where someone is, you say, ¿Dónde estás? Where are you? Because they could be in any one place and they would be there temporarily. Next example. ¿Eres abogada? No, soy artista. Okay, so with a profession, it's not necessarily permanent. You know, I might change my profession within a year or however long. I could change tomorrow. However, we generally use the verb ser when talking about professions. If you said, for example, estoy abogado, using the verb estar, people would probably take that to mean that you're playing at being a lawyer or that you aren't usually a lawyer. So it sounds very strange. So professions or jobs, when you're asking about someone's profession, eres abogado, using the verb ser. I can say estoy abogado. You can't. No. Yeah, that's yes. what I'm saying. Yeah. It's grammatical. Nobody's going to understand. Exactly. It sounds ridiculous. You, mm -hmm. don't, you don't use it. Thank you for confirming. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And in the next phrase, I said, ¿Estás contenta? Sí. Estoy muy feliz. So with emotions, we can actually use either ser or estar. Remember that estar indicates something temporary. So Liz said that estoy muy feliz. She said she's very happy using the verb estar. So this means that at the moment she's happy. But what if she said, for example, Soy muy feliz. Think about how that changes the meaning, going from estar to ser. So when we use ser, we indicate something permanent. So when Liz says, soy feliz, she's saying she's a happy person in general, rather than just at the moment. So, could you have a sentence like, soy una persona feliz, pero hoy estoy muy triste. So, soy una persona feliz, I'm a happy person in general, pero hoy, but today, estoy muy triste. Today, I'm feeling very sad. Can you say that? Soy una persona feliz, pero hoy estoy muy triste. And is that okay? You could say that? Yeah, it's alright. Yeah, perfect. Okay, so, so far, we've only looked at the conjugations for yo and tu. Here are the rest of the conjugations. Listen to Liz and repeat. And also rewind this section a couple of times to make sure you've got it. These are completely irregular verbs, so don't be frustrated if it takes you a little while to memorize them. So listen and repeat. So first, the conjugation for ser. Yo soy. Tú eres. Él es. Ella es. Usted es. Nosotros somos. Vosotros sois. Ellos son. Ustedes son. And the conjugations for the verb estar. Yo estoy. 
tú estás, él está, ella está, usted está, nosotros estamos, Vosotros estáis, ellos están, ustedes están. So let's do a quick test to see if you've memorized those. We'll start with estar. We'll say the pronoun and you conjugate the verb. Tú Tú estás Ustedes Ustedes están Él Él está Yo Yo estoy Ellos, ellos están. Nosotros, nosotros estamos. And then the verb ser. Tú, tú eres. Ellos, ellos son. Él, él es. Nosotros, nosotros somos. Yo, yo soy. Now we're going to try a little translation exercise. We'll tell you a sentence in English. And then you have to decide whether to use either estar, remember, which is temporary, or ser, which is permanent. And there's a bonus point if you can also conjugate the verb correctly. So, number one. The car is red. El coche es rojo. But there's another way of saying car in Spanish, isn't there? How do you say it in Colombia? El carro es rojo. Okay. So, car can be coche in Spain or carro in South America. Carro. Car carro. Carro. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> All right, next sentence. <laughs> Rob is in Barcelona. Rob. Está en Barcelona. Number three. Liz is happy. Yo estoy feliz. Or Liz está feliz. Yep. And remember you can actually use either ser or estar. But we're saying está because we're meaning right now Liz is happy. Liz está contenta. Or Liz está feliz. Next one. Rob is a boring man. 
Rob es un hombre aburrido. Rob es un hombre aburrido. Okay, this is a new word, aburrido. It means either bored or boring. And this is one which actually changes its meaning in English depending on whether you use said or estar. So Rob, uh, Rob, Liz was saying that Rob is a boring man. She's saying my essence is that I'm a boring person. Thank you. <laughs> um, so that's why she used the verb said. But if I were to say Rob is bored, that means he's bored at the moment. So she could say Rob está aburrido, which means Rob is bored. Okay, the next phrase. Liz is a lawyer. Liz es abogada. So remember with professions, we use the verb said. Liz es abogada. And this is true as well. Yeah, but I'm not working. <laughs> And then the final one. Rob is drunk. Rob está borracho. Another new word, borracho, meaning drunk. And this is another one which can actually change its meaning depending on whether you use estar or said. So Rob is drunk, but tomorrow he'll be sober, hopefully. So that's why we use estar, because it's, a, it's not permanent, it's temporary. Rob está borracho. But if I said, Rob es un borracho... That means something completely different. It's something permanent because we're using the verb said. So that means Rob is a drunk or Rob is an alcoholic. That is true. <laughs> no, neither <laughs> of those are true. So anyway, we hope you enjoyed today's podcast and we haven't overloaded you with information. There was quite a lot there. We've actually simplified these two verbs, said and the start, an awful lot. The full story is quite interesting and we're going to provide a link to a blog post about these two verbs because... Just saying one is permanent and one is temporary is probably an oversimplification. So if you're interested, check out the blog post for this full story of how they work. Um, and we'll put that just below this podcast, so check it out. As always, you can get a full transcript and notes to this podcast and all of the others by visiting us on SpanishObsessed.com. And it's completely free. So, from me, Rob, hasta luego. Adios. And we'll see you next time. Hasta la próxima.